Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I am your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom of four, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories from entrepreneurs on how to run a biz and a home life, how to scale and grow, and how to manage parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. Hey, hey, it's me. I'm back again, and I'm super stoked for this topic. This is something that people always ask me, ways that I stay motivated as a busy mom of four boys and able to still volunteer in the schools and still help out with their sports teams and, you know, hang out with them and still be able to run and scale my business and have that be a success as well. So I'm excited to share this with you guys because I think it's more simple than we think. And oftentimes I think we think think that things are super complicated. Today, I thought that one of the major things that help me stay motivated are mindset tips. So today I'll just be chatting about the three mindset tips that keep me in the game and motivated in business and in life. So hopefully you guys can have at least three tips to start using today or at least start practicing, because I do know that it is hard to make a mindset shift. But once you do, and you get better at it, it gets easier over time, and it will just make your life so much easier in whatever you're doing or whatever path you're on. So we will dive right in to number one. You have to understand that if there is no pain, there is no gain. You will fall, so expect it, and you will get hurt, in the process of business and in life and at home, just expect to get hurt and expect to fall on occasion, you know? And with that being said, it's also full of haters and naysayers and negative uh, people and obstacles as you go as well. And I once heard if people are talking about you, whether good or bad, you're doing something right. And I know that sounds a little controversial, but you can't be hidden in the middle of the pack in business. Of course, we'd rather hear more positive feedback than negative, but it's a yin and yang when they come as a package. It can be painful to put yourself out there, but if you can understand and learn to expect the pain along the way, I promise you it will be less painful and easier to manage as you go. And the gain is always on the other side. So I have this saying with my coworkers and peers and a lot of people, if you know me, you've probably heard this before, but I always say this phrase is everything is normal. Like when I get hurt or do that, that's normal. It's nothing extraordinary that has happened to me. It's just a normal part of life and a normal part of the process and I can get through it. Time will go on and we will figure out a way around it. And that's just the way that I have set my mind up. So in business or at any struggle or challenge in life, I understand that uh, everything is normal. It's normal to feel pain while you're trying to get to the other side um, in whatever that may look like to you. And back to the naysayers. So, you know, obviously getting out there is something a lot of people are worried about what people are thinking and what people are saying. And 
Naysayers and haters are part of the process. I mean, think of any famous person like Taylor Swift. I mean, she's awesome and she can't write her best songs without the heartaches and the challenges that she faces along the way. And it's really just the same for business. You can't get to the other side of the mountain without climbing it first. And people are going to watch and failures are meant to happen. And if you don't fail, you don't really learn. And that, like I told you before, the faster you fail, I think you, the quicker you're able to learn, get up and press on. So I stay motivated by not letting failures stop me from getting back up. And yes, sometimes my heart feels ripped out of my chest, but the more I train myself to expect the failures or the no's from clients or the losses in money and business or anything um, that has to do with um, losses or failures in life, the less it hurts to fall and the quicker I'll be able to get back up. Because we all have setbacks. Because again, it's a normal thing and everything's normal. But give yourself a time limit as to the amount of time and energy you pour into the setback. For example, if you just lost a major client or a deal, it's totally normal to be upset and analyze what happened and even complain or sulk for a bit. You need that time to process and to feel it. But set a timer. Don't let yourself go down that wormhole of sadness and anger or regret or resentment or whatever you may be feeling for it. And don't let it go for an extended period of time. Give yourself a day or a week even if you need it before you get your booty back up and at it again. And in time, those days or weeks that you started with will turn into 20 to 30 minute increments of time. So, you know, this is something that I practice and... You know, my husband also sees me on the home front, so he gets to help me stay accountable. But if I'm upset about a deal or a client or something that I feel like didn't go my way, give myself a time limit to where I can express what I'm thinking or feeling and process it and then quickly get over. Because guess what? Everything is normal and we can move on and press on. And that is part of this business and life. So, So if you can turn that week into 20 to 30 minutes max, then you'll be able to manage the failures so much better and get back on the saddle ready to get back at it next time you fall because you're going to fall again. So expect it. Number two mindset trick is to find your crowd. Attend events, masterminds, meet with other people who are wanting the life or the business that you already have. Um, And this can be in business and life. So you may have a different crowd for your home life that you're with your kids and all of that, and then what you would have in your business life and people that you surround yourself with that help you exceed in your business. Um, You don't want to be the biggest fish in the pond, especially for business. I mean, if you are trying to stay motivated, it's going to be a lot harder to stay motivated if you are the biggest fish in the pond doing the biggest things because you're already at the top of that leaderboard um, for yourself, not just for everyone else, but you won't have any reason to exceed because you're not seeing the bigger picture or how to get there. So definitely strive to be the smallest fish in a big pond. So that way you can challenge yourself constantly and find people that will help you challenge yourself and scale in the way that you want to scale if that's what you're going for. And Stop asking business advice from those outside of who are you are not trying to have a life like or to have a business like um, or not the level that you want to be at. 
There's no sense in asking what your neighbor or parents think if they themselves haven't done it or experienced what you're wanting to experience. And sure, you can gather feedback and take their thoughts into consideration, but just know what lane they're coming from and where that advice is coming from and make sure that you're keeping in mind who the experts are and not only following the advice of people who have not been where you're trying to go. Follow the expert. Find who's in that lane that you're trying to get into and follow them. Who you surround yourself with matters. And if you surround yourself with those people who believe in you and who have positive attitudes, it will help you maintain that same attitude in your daily life. And I'm still working on this for myself as well. But if you surround yourself with people who think everything sucks, you'll begin to absorb that negative energy and feel that same way. But if you surround yourself with people who think everything sucks, then you will begin to absorb that negative energy and start to feel the same way. So try to challenge yourself in your daily life and in business to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people with positive attitudes that are encouraging and uplifting. Hey there, let's take a brief moment to acknowledge our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by eXp Realty, one of the fastest growing real estate companies in the world, cloud-based and built for the future. It empowers realtors to scale in their businesses and lives beyond what a typical local transaction could. This is the company I personally hang my real estate license with along with my entire team. If you're a broker owner or a realtor like me and want to join in on the fun or interested in learning more about this awesome company, click the link in the show notes or go to my website at torymcqueen.com slash partner in real estate. That's torymcqueen.com slash partner in real estate. Let's get back to the show. And the number three tip is focus on what brings you joy. I mean, that is really how I've got to where I'm at today and something that I really try to hone in on. So focusing on things that bring you joy, that means hiring the right people in the right places and keep yourself accountable for the rest. And this is something that I am continuing to work on and I feel is the biggest challenge for me today and the biggest uh, room for growth for me. Um, So what I have found is if you enjoy a task, you're less likely to need the motivation to continue to do it. It'll kind of just come naturally. What I like to do is kind of separate the tasks that I don't like to do from the ones that I actually enjoy doing. And this can be a simple check in with yourself once a week or write it on a little notepad and just start keeping either a mental note or a physical notepad on these things because it will really, really make a difference. For example, I'm just kind of keeping track of some of the things that don't bring me joy but are super important in my business and my life. And some of those things are things like accounting, transaction management, hiring and managing people, web design, scheduling, admin tasks or emails, social media management, event planning and coordinating, video editing, extra marketing, audio editing, cleaning and organizing at home or in my business, chores at home, um, like errands or grocery shopping. And some of these things I'm working on outsourcing as well. But these are just some of the things that just don't really bring me joy. Um, The things that do bring me joy, I've kept track of. And those are things like spending time with my clients and agents, sharing knowledge with others and making something complex seem super simple. So I like the problem solving, working on or creating strategies to grow my business and add more value, networking and learning from others in the industry, being a visionary and sharing ideas, 
being hands-on in investment projects, specifically with real estate, spending time with my hubs and my kids, and participating in kids' activities at school or extracurricular activities or even their doctor's appointments. I enjoy taking them to those. And then vacations and exploring new things with my family. And these are all things that I enjoy. However, you know, some of these are like outcomes, right? So like the vacations and exploring new things with my family. I mean, those vacations are joyous outcomes to some of the things that maybe I don't so much enjoy. And what I mean by that is maybe working on weekends is something that I don't really enjoy, but spending time in helping clients is. So if I have to work extra hard on evenings and weekends and spend time with my clients or agents during that time because I know that that will also get me to my vacations and exploring new things with my family several times a year, then I'm going to be more motivated to do those things, right? Because not only do I enjoy the task of, you know, going on vacations with my family, but I also enjoy the task of helping my agents when they need something or working with clients to get the offer in that they want or sell their home quickly. You know, these are things that I do enjoy. So it's a lot easier for me to stay motivated to do that on a weekend when I know that the outcome in the process there can bring me joy. So even if there are some things that I don't necessarily enjoy doing, but it leads to a joyous outcome, like being able to work extra hours in a week because I can have the time to spend more time with my kids or get them to extracurricular activities, then I'm going to do that because that brings me the joyous outcome. So it keeps me motivated in that way. And Uh, Over time, I've kind of worked to keep track and evaluate where I'm spending most of my time, and I slowly try to decrease the amount of time I'm spending on my non-joyous box and increase the amount of time that I'm spending doing the things that I actually enjoy doing. And we all have 24 hours in a day, so keeping track of your time is going to help you determine, you know, how much time are you spending on joyous stuff or stuff that's bringing you joy versus all the stuff that's just tedious or just not worth it, you know? And some of those things still may need to be done and you can't really do anything about it just yet, but keep track of those things so that you know what to work towards to start handing some of those things off. And I found that if I focus on the joy, I'm more likely to commit to it in the long haul and get the results that I want. And I'm more likely to get through all the challenges without quitting because at the end of the day, It's the joy in the journey and the outcome that I crave. And it's easier to get up and stay motivated when you're limiting your focus on the things that you hate and start focusing on the things and the outcomes that you enjoy. So with that being said, it takes practice, guys, and it and it takes time to practice these mindset tricks to stay motivated. And I'm still working on it also, but these mindset is huge, guys. And there's always days that you will feel like you don't want to do it or you don't feel like it. But to be quite frank, you will only be committed to the things that you actually want in life. So not just what you think you want or what someone else wants for you. So you have to get real honest with yourself and start small, right? And some of the things that you don't feel like, like let's say you don't feel like getting up and working out or don't feel like making those calls to get those clients or setting those appointments, you may not feel like it. But if the outcome is on your joy list, like vacations or a money kind of outcome or any kind of goal that you have on your joy list, 
and those tasks are what lead you to that, and you're the person that has to complete those tasks to get it done, and you link those together, then it'll be a lot easier for you to stay motivated to just do it real quick. But anyways, you will have to get real honest with yourself and start small and start journaling a list of all the things that you enjoy doing or the outcomes that you enjoy and keep record of those that you don't. And just a simple list would work. You can do a mindset check if if you're good at just thinking about it. Um, You could do it on a little notepad. You can just have it beside your bed or on the fridge or just put in your phone. And when you're ready, you can begin handing those things off that simply just don't serve you. Whether it's um, a negative person in your life that sucks the energy out of you, or it's a simple task that is just so tedious and daunting, you want to crawl into a fetal position, you can learn to let those things go. And when you let go of those things and tasks, you can allocate that time to other things. And it'll just get easier to do as you build that habit over time. And I tell you what, guys, I still hate absolutely hate doing my laundry. Like I don't mind, like I like a clean house. I have a house cleaner. I can I, I can outsource that. But laundry is hard to outsource because literally with all the bodies in my house with four boys in sports doing different things and still toddlers spilling everything and me and my husband, we have laundry daily, like two loads daily, easily. And it's just something I can't justify outsourcing just yet because it is something like doing the dishes that just we have to just pick up after ourselves and get it done. And I, it is one of those daunting tasks that I want to crawl into a fetal position and just not do it. But the outcome is joyous because it gets done and I feel good about that. And then the other thing is that it hasn't allocated too much of my time on my list. So what I mean by that is the task of doing laundry, like if I actually time myself doing my laundry, it only takes me 10 minutes to fold it and the kids actually put it away in their baskets and then just my laundry. But it really only takes me 10 to 15 minutes. And that I cannot justify hiring someone to do 10, 15 minutes of work because I I haven't gathered enough other items on my list to give that away yet. Now, my husband's really great at it and he does a good job and he helps out when he can, but it's just an example of one of those things that I don't mean just go and hire everybody and I want you guys to understand that I get that and I feel your pain for any of you that hate that darn laundry, but sometimes... There's things like that that I cannot justify getting rid of just yet. But it is on my list. So keep those things on your list. And as things start to pile up, you will find space where 10 to 15 minutes of my time may be better spent elsewhere um, to where I can justify getting getting rid of that. Now, I'm constantly trying to work on this specifically. And some other things can be harder to let go also. So like if you're talking to many negative people in your circle, that may be harder to let go if they're causing you pain or they don't bring you joy than it would be to let laundry or something else go. So I understand that also. So it does take practice. But aside from these mindset tricks, guys, a couple other things that I'm working on is self-discipline, my health and sleeping habits, and nutrition. Um, I tell you what, by the time this episode airs, I will be expecting a new baby girl in just eight short weeks. So I will be a mother to five under nine years old. And 
These late night bathroom breaks or Cinnabon loving pregnancy cravings are seriously hitting hard. And it's been a little more challenging for me to focus on bettering these habits outside of the mindset um, in this moment. As I'm just trying to enjoy this last bit of pregnancy and squeeze up as much of upfront work as possible so that when she does come, I can rest and enjoy her and the family um, upon her arrival. So just allowing myself this wee bit of grace during this time is also a conscious mindset choice that I've made to help me stay focused on what matters most. And that, my friends, is my home front. So I hope that these three mindset tricks can help you guys give you some kind of actionable items to just start doing in your daily work environment or your daily life if you're at home um, so that you can just start checking in with yourself on things that bring you joy and the people that you're surrounding yourself with and to keep reminding yourself, guys, that the failure is normal and to fall is normal and that we can just pick up where we left off with and hopefully that will help you guys stay a little bit motivated if you guys are super busy and just not feeling it. Just wishing you all the best for you and yours during these holidays. I hope you get to squeeze your family tight and visit those that you love and spend that time with those who you love and you all stay healthy. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I hope to chat with you again next time. Hey guys, thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Homefront Podcast, where happiness is our true profit. If you enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us learn, grow, and reach more listeners just like you. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your home front. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.